to my podcast, Unfiltered. I am currently low-key <laughs> suffocating right now because I obviously um, had to buy a pair of Uggs. Well, no, actually, my boyfriend bought them for me for my birthday, but I've been dying for a pair of Uggs. But you can't wear them in the rain. And I was like, right, there's a huge anomaly here because I need to wear my Uggs in the rain. Like, they're winter shoes. So I bought, like, this shoe spray off of Amazon, which apparently protects them. So I've just given them a spray, but I genuinely think I oversprayed them because I was, like, overthinking, like, oh, no, I can't have a single patch that's not on spray because that would just look weird. Um, and now it's just like lingering. I, it, it low-key feels a bit toxic, the fumes, but we'll move past. I've opened a window and I'm sure it will be fine. But, um, yeah, anyway, welcome to my podcast. Sorry, very random start, but I thought there's my fun update of the week. That is, that is how exciting my life is right now. But I hope you're all having an amazing week. I have just been busy, busy with work. I mean, genuinely, I feel like I see that every single week. I don't know when I won't have a busy week with work. But with this month, it's literally just been a matter of I've sort of taken a step back from social events just because Instagram wise, it's been so, so busy, which is amazing. And I just think I just absolutely love and I'm so grateful for what I do. That I don't mind saying no to things to be able to do that instead, but it is about getting that balance and obviously it is important to not overwork yourself, not burn yourself out. So I am making sure that I don't head to um, head to burnout because that's never fun. But yeah, today's topic I want to talk about something that I have really, really, really struggled with myself and I know a lot of other people too. And I think it's like living life according to the opinions of others, seeking validation from others, always needing people's like advice and opinions and basing a lot of your life off of that. And I think this topic is particularly relevant now with social media because we're obviously exposed to a lot more advice from other people and a lot more trends, I think. Like even when it comes to say fashion, like we're exposed to a lot more fashion trends. So you kind of feel this need to like fit in this box. And I think sometimes it's even subconscious. Like I see trends, like, you know, those are like Puma, is it the Puma? Those like narrow sneakers that everyone's wearing. I think I used to have them in Puma form or they added us. They're really narrow and they're kind of what I used to wear when I was 12. Objectively, like if you had told me that before I'd seen it being a trend, I would have been like, absolutely not. Like not my vibe at all. I used to wear it when I was 12. Why would I wear a shoe when like, I feel like my fashion has progressed so much since then. But now everyone's wearing them and I'm there. I'm like, oh, are my Nike shoes or like, are my New Balance not cool anymore? Like all of this. And then I'm like, oh my God, that is so me trying to fit in and go off of what is in the trends right now, what everyone else is doing around me, rather than being like, I way prefer New Balance. I actually, it's my comfiest, most favorite shoe. 
And I think that's almost been subconscious because it's not like anyone has outright told me that my new balances aren't cool or that these shoes are the coolest and I'd look 10 times cooler with them on. But it's like, because I'm being fed this constantly every day, like what people are wearing, what people are doing, you kind of feel this need to like go with the trend and go purchase because it's what everyone else is doing. And you don't even think that it's because it's what everyone else is doing, but it is because it's being, you're literally being surrounded by it rather than you genuinely liking and vibing that stuff. We have also, like, never mind social media, we as a society, we as human beings, from young ages, we learn to imitate others, like growing up. And I'm trying to think of an example here, but growing up, I used to, even my mum, like, I learned so much on I guess how I did my makeup or like how I was to dress myself even like or how I was to cook and things like that. You learn it from others. It's not something that is like we instantly know how to do. Like I'm not born and I know how to do my makeup. I've picked up tips and I've imitated what I've seen done on other people and then do it on myself. And I think it's this confirmation bias. Like we want it's like we feel like we belong by doing that and it makes us feel safe but then this can take us away from our true selves and I think what I've found really really difficult to distinguish between is like what is something that I've formed because it's been like molded by the opinion of others or what is actually me like what do I like what are my genuine likes and dislikes and I think now I'm a lot more firm in that and I find it a lot easier however like in the past I'm thinking of like relationship wise being I was in a codependent relationship where I genuinely lost myself. I think because I had struggled so much with the opinions of others and living life according to others, suddenly I had someone so influential in sort of every aspect of my life that suddenly I liked all the films that they liked and I liked all the activities that they liked. But I deep down didn't actually like these. It was me like trying to sort of belong, I guess, and be like, oh, well, I must like them because they're the person that I'm with. So I have to like them. And I think now I reflect, I'm like, oh, I just want to give myself a hug and be like, you're absolutely like entitled to not like things and have things that you prefer and not let someone else sort of dictate like what you do and what you enjoy. But I can also see looking back, I don't think I had formed much confidence in myself in that I did not back my opinions enough and again something I struggled with at school a lot of self-doubt and um things like I would know the answer but I would never put my hand up because I was scared that I would get it wrong or someone would like go against me and I didn't back my opinion enough and I think that is a lot of people that do struggle with this living life sort of depending on others they are those that sort of have struggled with this confidence in themselves, in their own ideas. And I am here to give you, I hope, give you that confidence and really, really help you with this. But I think as well, we have to accept that we change a lot and over periods of time, and I'm a very different person to who I was back then. And 
I worked on, I didn't so much work on the opinions of others. However, what I did work on was my own confidence, my own self-confidence. And within that, I found myself and I found it a lot easier to differentiate between what was sort of society or other people's opinions and what I was doing as a result of that and what I was actually doing for me. Um, Another thing with when it comes to like change over this time, I think it's easiest to change over like periods of change itself. So I'm trying to think of an example, leaving um, school and going to uni. I think we're scared of change because of other people's opinions and we're scared to change because of what people might say or think about us. But it seems to be a lot easier when we're going through a transition period because those sort of often the people in your life will change and you can kind of recreate, I guess. I remember going to uni and thinking, I can recreate my identity. Obviously, I didn't. I then just ended up falling into this trap of living my life um, sort of by other people's opinions and thoughts and everything like that you from making this change and there may be some things in your life and I can literally think of some things off the top of my head right now where I know that I am still living a little bit to please others and to the opinions of others and I think I definitely used to have that in regards to how I looked and how my body looks because I constantly was living to this standards set by society that I'd grown up by, which luckily I have been able to shake, but it then determined what I ate, how I exercised, everything like that. And once you break away from that and just become so confident in yourself that it's like, I'm just going to do the exercise that I enjoy and eat the food I want and my body will be a product of that and dismiss the opinions and worry of the thoughts of others. That is when you truly, truly start living. But yeah, you can absolutely make change and break away from this. Just, you know, nothing in your life needs change. You don't need to be going in some transition period. You can just work on it. And I always think the people that then stick around and stay after something like that, stay for good. And those that don't will leave. And that's great because you've, they've like, allowed you to grow and they're obviously not able to handle your self-growth and so they you know they, they would only drag you down so I think a lot of the worry about changing and being more I guess firm in your opinions and listening more to your own advice the fear is that you will lose people through that process however you will not lose the right people and the right people would be happy for you that you're growing into yourself and you're being more aligned with your true authentic self. So one thing that I really, really wanted to touch on in today's podcast is opinions and criticism, I guess, because I think criticism is a interesting thing and opinions and advice and they all kind of fall under the same bubble with like different, I guess each one takes a different personality. But I think criticism, what I have learned or who I seek advice from is very different to who I would have seeked advice from a few years ago. Before I would have asked for advice from 
anyone, like anyone, anyone. And I would have taken criticism from anyone and I would have let it affect me from anyone. Whereas now I am so much more, I think you can only give constructive criticism if you are more experienced than the person you are talking to. So say a social media expert gave me constructive criticism, absolutely I would take that. For example, if my uncle gave me constructive criticism on social media and he like doesn't even, I think he has an Instagram account maybe with like five followers, then I would not take that criticism. And I actually don't think that he should have been giving it in the first place. And this is why I think we can distinguish between someone that's trying to maybe harm you in a way and someone that's actually trying to help you and give tips and advice. So the older I've got, the more I've kind of only, like I wouldn't even go to like my boyfriend for social media advice. However, he could give me advice, not not that I really want to pursue a career in it but if I if he gave me some singing advice or singing constructive criticism because he's a singer and that's a person that I would go to for that sort of stuff so I think it's like knowing people knowing their professions and what they are sort of have uh like more knowledge than you in particular areas then you can take that constructive criticism but also I think it's like knowing when it's like actual useful constructive criticism where they want to help or they're being patronizing. And I think when they're being patronizing, that is when you can absolutely 100% stand up for yourself. And I think before I would have been told to like just keep quiet and not say anything. But the more you keep quiet, the more they'll just keep doing it. And I've learned this from previous experience. If you just say nicely, like, you know, it kind of hurts when you, you know, I, I find it isn't really helping me this advice and it's only making me feel really like demotivated with what I'm doing and making me quite upset too. I guess that's sort of more criticism and advice. But when it comes to opinions, I, again, used to be someone that would ask everyone's opinion on something because I purely struggle to form a genuine opinion myself and that makes me so sad to think but I if say I was having issues with boys or anything like that I would ask everyone under the sun and I would be a massive oversharer and yeah I would ask the opinions of others and I think a lot of people probably can relate to this or they can think of a friend that's like this and also I guess when someone's asking like a million and one people for your opinion for different opinions and different advice it makes you feel less special than when they come to you and you're not going to give like I now when those friends that like they don't really overshare they come to me and they share and they ask for my opinion on something I feel so special because I'm like oh whereas you find out they're doing it to everyone and you're just like well also it's confusing because they're there getting a million different opinions and then having to process all of that but really I think what it shows from being that person it showed like I did not trust my intuition at all and I think now I have a select few people that I would get the opinions on or as I was saying before, like knowing who to go to for opinions or advice on particular things. But I think 
I then lived my life and my actions based so much off of what my friends were telling me to do, what my parents were telling me to do rather than trusting my gut and knowing what was right. And I think deep down, I always, you know, you, we are all so different. We have all had such different experiences. Like I could have particular triggers that my friend doesn't have, but that trigger could be something from my past. And then I'm going to them explaining, say a situation happened with my partner and they're like, uh, I don't get it. Like, that's like really not that deep. Like you shouldn't talk to them about it, but it's really, really upset me because I have a deeper connection to it than my friend. What I deep down know is that I should talk about it and open up to my partner about it so that they're aware of this trigger and stuff like that. However, because this is past me and I wouldn't do it now, because someone else would be telling me no and why, which they are so fair in that would be them in that situation, but they are a completely different person. I then wouldn't bring it up. And then it's things like that where then I wasn't living my life like truly aligned to myself. And so I think now, like, I wouldn't say go to your friend and ask for, like, their opinion on how should I react. Rather than that, ask them how would they approach the situation. And then I think you can look at it more from their perspective through their lens rather than looking at it through your own lens and I think then it's less of a you must do this you must act in that way it's like well I would do this but it's more up to you and you know it causes you I think to then reflect on yourself so like get them to ask you questions about the situation or ask them questions and why they would act that way but then bring that and reflect onto your own experiences on the whole situation. If that makes sense, I feel like I've gotten through like this person's lens, this person's lens. But I think like the main takeaway is that we shouldn't determine our actions based off of what other people would do. However, we can absolutely take that into consideration. And I think when it comes to things like relationships or friendships, go to someone that you really respect and admire, someone that has a really strong relationship or someone that um, has really strong friendships or you really like admire them as a friend, go to those kind of people and ask for their advice um, and their sort of take on the situation. But again, because we are all so different, because all of our friendships are so different, types of relationships are so different, everything like that, we cannot, it's not a simple copy and paste. Like you do have to trust your gut and trust your instinct. Take all this advice from other people. However, we don't take advice from ourselves and what makes us any different like to anyone else. Friends come to you for advice. Friends come to you for opinions. So you absolutely can reflect that and back yourself and yeah I think that is the main takeaway is that when it comes to opinions of others being a bit more selective with who you overshare with but also rather than letting it determine your actions just take into consideration and reflect it upon the questions it may bring to ask yourself about that situation 
So I think another big thing that really helped me detach and not live my life so dependent on other people's sort of opinions, trends, advice is I basically did, it's a therapy exercise and I really recommend you do it. So if you have this, like grab a notebook or like make a note on your phone to do it. Um, but I, is basically 25 things I like. And it was like, but when I say this, so say one would be cooking, but below that, I want you to be so darn specific. Like I want you to be like, I love cooking dinner recipes from, you know, it can be a particular cuisine or perhaps the way you like to cook. Like perhaps you like to go to the grocery store right before with like your full like little list and do a little grocery shop and come home and feel productive and get into the cooking. Maybe you like cooking baking rather than cooking. And maybe there's a particular recipe book that you love baking from or a particular type of cookie that you love making on a particular day of the week. I want you to be so specific. And I basically wrote down like all these things and it ended up being so niche and it is difficult to think, but I think it's so nice because I also now have like this little handbook that if I have like a day of doing nothing or something, I'm like, oh, I know how happy I am going around that specific museum in London and going and seeing that specific piece of artwork. I'm going to go and do that. And I think with that, it's made me much more firm in what I like and what I dislike. And obviously I'm lenient when it comes to like, if my friend wanted like Italian food, but I didn't want to eat Italian, I would, but if she really, really wanted to, I'd be like, you know what, it's fine. Like I'm willing to make this sacrifice, but I'm, I'm so much more like, I'm almost so specific to a point where I'm like, okay, what cafe do I want to go to today? No, I don't want to go there because it doesn't have natural light. And I know how much I love natural light. Like I am so specific like that, but genuinely, I think it has meant that I have created this relationship with myself where I know myself and I know like my own thoughts and opinions and what I like and what I don't like so, so much. And that comes from a girl who literally, if you ask me like what I enjoy to do, I would not know what to tell you. And it'd probably be what all my friends want to do. And it'd be a lot more drinking and going out than I do now. But that wasn't because that was genuinely what I enjoyed. That was because of the environment I was in. And I felt like I couldn't say no to a drink. And I couldn't say no to a night out because I didn't want to let people down. And that again is like another big thing I think drinking is I am now like, you can take it as the example of what I was saying of like the fear of losing people. If someone didn't want to hang out with me because I wasn't drinking as much as I used to, please be my guest and don't be my friend. Like genuinely, genuinely, you do not need those people because if I'm doing it and I feel better for it. A good friend will be like, oh, I'm so glad that you feel good in yourself. Like I'm so glad you do that. And they would easily be able to hang out with you without feeling that need to do things that they know bring you down, if that makes sense. So I think again, that is still something I do find tricky. I do find the drinking that I am really navigating that. But, um, and like learning my limits and what I enjoy and don't enjoy. But what I will say is I'm so much happier because I'm so much, I, I feel a lot more freedom. And each time 
you say yes to what you genuinely truly believe enjoy and like you're like winning against that old self that would give in to anyone's opinions anyone's like criticism anything like that this if I wanted you to have one is I really want you to try and identify between you and what you formed from the opinions of others maybe see it as a little journaling exercise to do and give that activity a go of the 25 things I like and be specific you can send them to me on Instagram I actually would love to see what you come up with but I hope this has helped and just sort of made you feel a bit less alone and help give some advice and yeah if anything I'd just love to know how it made you feel so I would love to hear your opinion um that is actually so ironic given I've just <laughs> gone off on one of our opinions but I'd love to hear what you have to say um, DM me at live living life with two underscores. Don't forget to rate the podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please rate it five stars. I massively, massively appreciate it. And thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you next week. Have the best weekend. Bye.